0: Welcome to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Have a question for the show or need assistance with your retirement plan? Give Philip a call today, 863-285-3815, 863-285-3815.
1: Show today. Thanks for joining us on the Statler Financial Radio Show. We are starting with the William Tell Overture, which was also the theme from The Lone Ranger, because Philip, the radio show, The Lone Ranger, is 90 years old this year. He's been around for a long time. (laughs)
2: <laughs> that is a long time. Yeah, man. so
1: radio show and <laughs> then a TV years. show, and you, you liked watching this when you were younger, watching The Lone Ranger.
2: Oh, yeah, man. We watched Lone Ranger and Tonto, and oh, yeah, that was <laughs> – uh... And then you'd go outside and play, you know, yes, you Lone would. Ranger and Tonto. So, you know. Yeah.
1: Why wouldn't you? That's exactly That's right. right. Just a little exactly. little flashback here, a little walk down memory lane. So, but oh my goodness, that character's been around for 90 years. I mean, you know, I, I know we have, you know, you think about things like A Christmas Carol and like Ebenezer Scrooge. We we know those characters have been around for a long time, but you don't always think about some of these American figures being around for quite that long. But the Lone Ranger is over 90
2: Today, That's quite That's
1: quite, quite a time span there. Quite a time span indeed. All right. Well, just a fun way to start off the show today. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is, of course, president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And Philip, we got a lot we're going to be talking about today. Uh, last year was a year for the financial record books, but for all the wrong reasons. And also we'll talk a little bit about the latest on our national debt situation. And how these things could impact your retirement. So, we have a lot to uncover here on the show today. But, Philip, just want to welcome you back. I hope you are energized and ready to go after our William Tell Overture opening there. But, how are you doing this week? <laughs>
2: Hey, I'm doing well. Doing well. It is um yeah, but I mean you're throwing a lot of um, you know, water on the fire. Oh, with, I know. Uh, that's no fun. Opening remarks <laughs> here. I mean, you know, that's uh right. nothing good looking backwards and the debt ceiling thing. I mean, oh man, there's just a lot of stuff going on and uh a lot to get through today with with all that stuff and how it might really and truly affect folks' retirement.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So let's start with the national debt situation and what's going on with the debt ceiling. The national debt is over $31 trillion. And I, I've said this before on the show, but there's that U.S. Debt Clock website that you can go to that gives you real-time numbers of our national debt. And it is it is migraine-inducing. It, it There's a lot of flashing numbers. I don't recommend that you spend any length of time <laughs> trying to follow what's the information on that website because it's rather painful. But it is now over $31 trillion. We did hit the debt ceiling. Um, And we're hearing a couple of different things here. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says the federal government needs to implement extraordinary measures. The White House is telling Congress to raise the debt ceiling without condition to avoid catastrophe. And then House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says he hasn't ruled out raising the debt ceiling, but he says it's got to be responsible. And that is his message to President Joe Biden. Take a listen.
2: So the longer he waits, the more he puts the fiscal jeopardy of America up for grabs. We should sit down and get this done and stop playing politics.
1: All right. So that is the message from House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. What do you think?
2: Man, a lot of stuff in what you opened the show with today. I tell you, the um, yeah, I mean, before I, I knew we were going to talk about the national debt and so I, I looked at the clock, actually, before you and I went on the air, and um, 31.5 trillion. Yeah. That's a big number.
1: That's huge. That's a really a huge big number.
2: number. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and here's, you know, I'm thinking that between the president and Congress, there's, there is, I don't think it's going to be that easy. Because somebody wants no conditions, but yet, you know, which means they want a blank check. And that's not right. McCarthy wants to limit the debt. We, we need to start paying down the debt instead of letting it continue to balloon like it is. Um, however, by not extending the debt ceiling, then we could throw our country into some unchartered territory. I don't like either of those scenarios. <laughs> I think I saw that sometime uh, they're supposed to get together and, and work this out. And I hope they'll start to do it and really put their minds to it and get it done.
1: So when we talk about things like what's going on with our federal debt and this government spending that we see and the fact that the, the debt just keeps on piling, how do you talk to your clients about this as far as the, the impact that it has on them in retirement or the potential impact this could have on them?
2: Well, I think if you look at the impact of the whole deal, of the debt ceiling, it, it tells me that at some point we've got to stop. I mean, you know, and just in the last three years, we've seen over six trillion dollars added to that national debt because of of COVID. Um, and so, at some point, we've got to reverse that trend. And I'm not sure how they're going to do it. I mean, every way I can think of is painful and impact every single citizen. Um, of this country, and, and so I, I'm not sure. You know, it, it continues to be an issue for retirees. I mean, I think that's the how it impacts them. That's still yet to be seen. Sure. I mean, I think taxes are definitely going to be one area.
1: Yeah. Well, so so let's talk about that. How are you talking to people about the possibility of tax increases in retirement?
2: I am talking that taxes are going to go up. I mean, we know, right? And the end of 2025, going into 2026, tax rates automatically go up automatically, nothing happens, they go up Uh, from there. I think they've got to go up more. I mean, Mm -hmm. especially we've got interest rates going up, which means just paying the debt. The interest on that $31 trillion has skyrocketed because we were basically at At almost zero interest rates and now we're up to what you know the 30 years at over three percent the the two years at over four percent so this is a problem um and and taxes are going to have to go up so we are talking a lot about how can we do things to get people in a zero percent tax bracket down the road and that means looking at roth conversions and looking at other ways and if they're still working stop putting money into 401k traditional, start putting it into the Roth part of the 401k. Everything you can pay taxes today and not later, which is totally opposite of everything I ever (laughs) preached as an accounting and tax person, because it was always defer, defer, defer. You'll be in a lower tax bracket later. Folks, that's not going to happen. That's a big myth. You are going to be in a higher tax bracket down the road than what you are today. I personally, I'm using Roth uh, in my 401k, and I'm putting every bit of, of my contributions going into the Roth side, Jen, because I believe taxes are going to go up substantially.
1: It's really something that we've got to have our eye on. And here here's the other thing, Philip, that I wanted to get to before our first break here. Um, so uh, taxes, clearly an issue that we've been watching throughout this year, what's going on with the economy, volatility. 2022 was a year for the record books, but we logged more worst-evers than best-evers best last year. So just about the only best-ever records were among energy stocks. We saw a lot of increases there. That's obviously good for the energy uh, industry, not so great for those of us who are trying to pay here. Bonds, though, the corporate bond index had its worst decline in its 23-year history, and the core bond index lost 12.9% in 2022. A lot of times we hear conventional wisdom saying, hey, as we get into retirement, we should have more uh, money in, you know, in stocks when we're younger, more in bonds as we get older. Do we need to be changing our way of thinking a little bit when you look at some of the things that have happened with, with the bond market over the last year?
2: Well yeah, I mean I think this 2022 was the worst year for a 60/40 split yeah. between stocks and bond portfolio, which is what everybody used to always talk about. Um I've been in that camp for quite a while, right? Because I go back and look at 2000 and that year it did not work. Bonds were down that during that bear market as well. Mm-hmm. Um and that's when I started changing my strategy back in the in the early 2000s. And so You know i'm not a fan using bonds as a safety net because because they're not it is a market and markets go up and down and you can see clearly based on those numbers that you know the u.s core bond being down 12.9 percent that's almost 13 percent that by definition is just not a safe investment so i'm i've never been a fan of bonds since that Two thousand bear market.
1: So, so what are some more conservative or some safer options, especially for retirement income, if that's what people are looking for?
2: Well, in today's economy, I think we can look at um, short to medium term um, treasuries is one area to look at. Mm -hmm. Um, Looking because that's that's fairly safe in terms of uh, government backed. Obviously, we're talking about debt ceilings. That's that could be an issue, but but we look at um, you know some different types of annuities that that give you some safety of principle. You know, there's always a trade off, right? There's there's three buckets of money in this world. There's 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 the risk bucket. There's a safe bucket. And, and there's kind of the, the in between bucket and so um, or, or liquidity bucket. And you can get safety and growth without liquidity. You can get safety and liquidity without growth. Right. And so so there's always a trade off. And so we have to understand what that trade off is to make sure that we're doing the right thing for us looking forward into our retirement.
1: Let's talk a little bit about the the process here, Philip, because for a lot of people, the the questions they have, how much should you save for retirement? Where do you save it? How do you make sure it will last after you leave your job for good? They have a lot of different questions. Walk us through your process, Philip, of how you help people find the answers, especially if they're worried about today's economy and, and what do I do with my money with everything changing so much?
2: You know, a lot, a, a, lot of folks are, a lot of folks are really worried about what's happening. Do I have enough? Will it be enough? Um, and, and here's what I have learned over the years, walking through basically two major bear markets over the last, what, 23, 24 years. And that's this, is that, you know, the old buy and hold strategies, they, they just don't work the way they used to work. And so we've got to use more tactical strategies when we're talking about growing our portfolios and we need some safety blended in with all that. That's why we really and truly developed our core retirement design to help people design that retirement that they always dreamed of by first looking at the amount of risk that's there in their current portfolio and making sure that it really lines up with the amount of risk, one, that they can stomach and two, that is going to get them into and through retirement the way it needs to. Folks, give us a call now, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement design phone consultation. It's 30 minutes. Pick our brain, answer questions. Make sure that you're doing what you need to do to be on the right path for that retirement day. 863-285-3815.
1: This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We've got some more insights from Philip coming up next. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815.
0: Philip Statler at Statler Financial often talks about the difference between retirement savings and retirement income. It isn't necessarily how much money you've saved that's most important. It's having a steady stream of income in retirement no matter how long you live. Philip has strategies that can help you create consistent monthly income for the rest of your life. He can help you make important decisions today so you can have the income you need in retirement. Having a big nest egg is great. But how will it provide you with income you need for as long as you live? Call Philip Statler at Statler Financial to find out. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Turn your portfolio into a plan with help from Philip today. 863-285-3815. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal.
1: Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. I am Jen Rezac alongside who is most likely to be comfortable and confident with their retirement. Well, there are a few things that you can do to help secure your financial future. Philip's going to help us break this all down Here's where this information comes from today, Philip. The Employee Benefit Research Institute did a study, and they found that retirees who say they feel comfortable in retirement have all done the same four things. So over the next uh, few minutes of the show today, we want to share these four keys with our listeners. And the first one is going into retirement with little or no debt. Tell me your thoughts on that one.
2: Well, you you would think that that's a no-brainer, right? I mean... Having no debt is a huge deal, because every dollar that you owe somebody is a dollar that you can't use to create income in retirement. Yeah, and so that really becomes a, a big deal. and And where I see folks have the most issue uh, when it comes to retirement is is kind of twofold. Mm-hmm. Number one, they retire too early and okay. they retire with too much debt. Both of those scenarios typically don't end up as well as we would like them to. And mm-hmm. cause a heck of a lot more stress in retirement.
1: Right, right. Well, and and again, Philip, we just have to recognize how everything changes with our our financial situation as we get into retirement. Um, you you've got to be very strategic with what's going on here, rather than having to spend down your retirement savings to pay off credit card bills or whatever, because um, then you're not getting to do the things that you wanted to do. So, just one of the things we want to think about. I imagine, Philip, it's also important that we avoid racking up new debt in retirement as well. We we don't want to be in this situation where we paid it all off. Now we're in retirement and we have new debt. Talk a little bit about heading that off and, and maybe working on a spending plan for your retirement expenses.
2: Well, you're, you're right. You don't want to pay off debt and then all of a sudden start racking up more debt and not have a way to to pay it off once you've retired because hey, the income changes, right? Mm-hmm. And so we wanna make sure we've got some realistic budget to make sure that that we can live within our means when it comes time for that retirement uh, because your income's fixed. It's not like we can go work a couple extra hours or do this or do that to create more income. And so one, you know, we wanna to work to pay off our debt before we go into retirement. Two, we don't want to create more debt once we are in retirement. We don't want to have any more debt. And and the worst case scenario is we have people that go into retirement with debt and they keep adding to it, you know, so be precise. Make sure that that you have those things paid off going into retirement. And, And so, Jen, that really plays into the reason that I believe so strongly in making sure that folks have a written retirement income plan, because that income plan really gives us the idea of here's how much income we can expect on a very conservative basis to know, hey, look, this is what we got to budget to. If we're not there yet, maybe we need to work another year or so uh, to make that happen. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. If you do not have a written retirement income plan and you are five years out from retirement or you are already retired, it's not too late to get that written retirement income plan in place. That number is 863-285-3815.
1: Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services and Sebring, that number again, 863 863- 285-3815, talking today about the keys to a comfortable retirement. The Employee Benefit Research Institute had this study and they talked to retirees who said they feel comfortable in retirement and the same four things kept coming up over and over again. So that's why we're sharing this here with you today. So the first one, as we were just talking about, going into retirement with little or no debt, really having a good handle on that, that debt situation. The second key to a comfortable retirement, Philip, I want you to talk about this one, is having a clear spend-down strategy. Tell, tell me what that means to have a spend-down strategy.
2: So for us, it means having a, a – well, kind of back to what I said earlier, having a written retirement income plan that really shows, okay, how am I going to use my money? Where is it going to come from? Because that's the key to that income plan Is is, one, when is it going to start and where am I going to take my money from? So often, Jen, I, I see people that have a lot of stuff, right? They have a lot of accounts or a lot of products, annuities. They have a brokerage account, an IRA, a Roth. They have a lot of things, but they don't have a plan of how those things are all going to work together. What is the strategy for using it all? And so that's what the written retirement income plan really does. It puts together a strategy that says, okay, look, For the next five, seven years, whatever that is in the plan, this is where my money is going to come from, and it's going to last that five years or seven years, whatever Mm -hmm. it's built for, and then and then that bucket's gone. We've spent that bucket down, and now we go to bucket number two, and that bucket's going to last us another seven, ten years. That bucket's gone, we're gonna to go to the next bucket. So so is creating that system of where our money's coming from and making sure that, hey, look, I mean, I build my plans out to age one hundred. If if I'm still alive at age one hundred, I still have money in my accounts because I live longer, right? I mean, that's that's the key, Jen, is is having that money left at age one hundred.
1: Right. Right. Because the the whole thing is, Philip, a lot of us, we, we might not live to 100, but we could live into our 90s. Or what if we do end up living just longer than we, than we thought we would? We don't want to be spending at a rate that's too quick early in our retirement, so then we potentially run out later. Talk a little bit more about the transition that happens, Philip, when we go from this idea of saving for retirement, which is what we're doing during our working years. We're always making sure that there's money going into that 401 K or that IRA, talk a little bit about this transition when we go from saving for retirement then to figuring out how to manage our savings and how to spend it down responsibly in retirement.
2: Well, you know, Jen, when when you're working, then we've got a budgeted amount that's going to our retirement account. So so we're putting money away, every paycheck, into our 401k. And and that because we're still working you know the ups and downs of the market don't really i mean yeah they bother us but but we know we're not depending upon that money right now to provide us any income so the ups and downs we can weather those obviously the closer we get to retirement the less volatility we want in that account and the more uh, safety we should be implementing within our 401ks um, so that we don't get a situation like happened in uh, 08, 09, right? That mm-hmm. people couldn't retire because their 401ks had, had been cut in half. And so we don't want that to happen. But here's the difference. When you flip the switch and you now are retired, we have no more income coming in from our job.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: We're not adding to that anymore. So we have to change our total mindset. Right. to a whole different way of thinking and and that's the big deal because in the world we live in most folks out there who deal with advisors or or brokers kind, it's all growth growth growth
3: mm-hmm.
2: so when you stop working you need to change you need to work with somebody that actually works in that element of income planning, retirement planning, making sure that what you have is going to last throughout your lifetime. is a different mindset. It's a whole different strategy when it comes to putting together those portfolios, Jen.
1: Right, right. What what do people overlook when it comes to this transition or, or this whole different mindset? What do people overlook when it comes to how they're making this transition and starting to spend down their savings?
2: Well, there's a couple of things that that I think people kind of overlook. One of the biggest ones that I see overlooked is taxes. Mm -hmm. Um, people think that I retired and so taxes aren't going to be an issue. Well, taxes can be a huge issue, especially most people, they have their IRA or their 401k. Well, that's when you take money out of that, that's taxable income. And that taxable income Adds to your income, adds to the amount of your Social Security. that ends up being taxable. It creates and can create a a pretty big tax nightmare for folks that they didn't really realize was gonna gonna happen to them. Um, And the other thing I think people really need to understand is that when you flip that switch and you're retired, that bucket of money, you know, isn't gonna continue to grow by leaps and bounds. We want it just to gradually go up as we're taking money out of it. I mean, I think those are probably the two main areas that we see people really grapple with when it comes to retirement.
1: Philip, let's talk a little bit about the process here for helping people address some of the concerns that they have, help them avoid um, mistakes and, and oversights as they're putting together their strategy for retirement. Talk a little bit about what it is, the process that you walk people through as you're helping them put together that retirement income strategy.
2: Absolutely. So we start with our core retirement design where we want to look to see one, how much more volatility is going to be in your portfolio? And we do that by assessing a risk value of your current portfolio and compare that to your risk number. How, how compatible are those two? Second, we want to look at how can we get you into a tax free living style right what can we do are there things we can do can we put a plan together to start converting your iras to Roths now and get you into a situation down the road where maybe we don't have to pay any more taxes the rest of our life and then third we want to make sure that we've got a written retirement income plan that doesn't use pie-in-the-sky numbers that uses down-to-earth really conservative growth projections to make sure that the money we have is going to last us the rest of our life that's the key in retirement give us a call at 863-285-3815 that's 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement analysis you can also go to our website at statlerfinancial.com there's a link to our schedule there where you can schedule a 30-minute no obligation phone consultation that number again 863-285-3815
1: this is the statler financial radio show with philip statler talking today about a study from the employee benefit research institute that found that retirees who consider themselves to be comfortable in retirement have done the same four things we'll continue breaking down the four keys to a comfortable retirement in just a moment stay with us this is again the statler financial radio show we'll be back
0: Philip Statler at Statler Financial often talks about the difference between retirement savings and retirement income. It isn't necessarily how much money you've saved that's most important. It's having a steady stream of income in retirement, no matter how long you live. Philip has strategies that can help you create consistent monthly income for the rest of your life. He can help you make important decisions today so you can have the income you need in retirement. Having a big nest egg is great, but how will it provide you with income you need for as long as you live? Call Philip Statler at Statler Financial to find out, 863 285 3815. That's 863 285 3815. Turn your portfolio into a plan with help from Philip today, 863 285 3815. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal.
1: Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. I am Jen Rizak, alongside talking today about this study from the Employee Benefit Research Institute. It found that retirees who consider themselves to be, quote, comfortable in retirement have done the same four things. So for those who missed it, Philip, let's talk about the first two keys to a comfortable retirement. We just talked about these at length in the previous segment, but let, let's recap those real quickly for those who are just joining us.
2: Absolutely, Jen. So the first one is that we want to go into retirement with little or no debt, and obviously no debt is better. And once we get there, we don't want to accumulate any debt. All the, that debt adds is some complexity to yeah. our, our retirement plan. And it also adds a lot of stress in retirement as well. Um, so that's the first thing that we uh, we talked about. And the second thing is, is we want a clear uh, plan, spend down strategy. How are we gonna spend down our accounts that we have now and make sure that they're gonna last as long as we need them to, because nobody's promised tomorrow. We don't know how long we're gonna live. Mm-hmm. So we have to plan as if we're gonna live Longer. I mean, I look at age one hundred, right? Because mm-hmm. that seems to be an age that not many people make it past that. But we see some, so we want to make sure there's still some money left at age one hundred in case you're that person that makes it to one hundred two or one hundred five, right? right? So we, we that's that's kind of what we look at.
1: All right, just a, a couple of good things to keep in mind there. So, Philip, let's move on. The next key is having some sort of employer-provided assistance, which which sounds pretty good when we can get something from our company, right?
2: Absolutely. So, so that would be a, a pension, right? We, we're pretty much talking about a pension here. And so, however, pensions are, you know, they're yeah. they're going away.
1: Not very many people and, have and- them
2: anymore, right? that's right you know um government employees maybe still have them right. um, but the private sector is getting to be less and less now that, that don't get me wrong they, they are contributing right if you have a 401k your employer's contributing to that 401k so they're putting some money away mm-hmm. for you um on your behalf but but you got to be putting some money in too
3: mm-hmm.
2: and and ultimately you know when we get ready to retire. We're gonna have what's in that account. That's what we're gonna have um, to make sure we we get through um, the rest of our life. And so that can be, uh, to me, that can be scary for folks. Yeah, that you know they they pull the trigger and they're getting ready to retire and say this is this is what I got. It's got to last me um, the the rest of my life. And so, you know, I, I think that that's where we're gonna employer money. Hopefully, you get a pension. You're gonna get some Social Security, you know, those things, but but you've got to make up for some of it yourself, Jen.
1: Right, right. And and so again, for people who aren't lucky enough to have that private company pension, let's talk a little bit about how they can work to achieve a comfortable retirement because they're they're missing a, a private company pension that that so few people have.
2: Absolutely right. And that that really leads us to the final key to kind of a comfortable retirement. Mm-hmm. And that's having some sort of guaranteed income. So security, right? That's pretty much everybody's going to have social security and that's a guaranteed source of income um, that that most of us are going to have. It's not a pension, but, but it's, it's guaranteed income stream, right? And so, so if you have a pension, then that's, that's good. But for most of us, we're going to have to create our own pension, right? We're going to have to have something there for ourselves uh, we're going to be responsible to create that for ourselves. And so we, we kind of have to do that. And that's really where the income planning process comes into play.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's why we need a wide variety of different vehicles in place to do that. Now, I know a lot of folks um, think of annuities. But I mean, that's really what a pension is. A pension is an annuity that your employer bought for you and is paying you out the rest of your life. Um, and so we need to use the same thing when we're trying to develop a guaranteed retirement source for you. Um, and we do that through uh, using some annuities, using some tactical portfolios It's a mixture of everything. And so, you know, a lot of times people look at, look at annuities in a negative context, Mm -hmm. but like any vehicle out there, it has pros and it has cons. And so when we look at that annuity yes we've got to hold it for a certain period of time before we can access it right and so if we access it early there's what they call surrender charges we get penalized for taking money out early the other part though is that we get some safety built into that index annuity right it's, it's safe it's not going to go down in value if the market goes down and so that's an area that we have to look to when it comes to those those annuities we, we need everything. We need all the tools in the toolbox to accomplish kind of this one thing, and that's creating the income that we're going to need throughout the rest of our lives. And again, it starts with our core retirement design. Give us a call at 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement analysis. 30-minute, no obligation phone consultation. We'll answer your questions. We'll make sure you're on the right path to that retirement you dreamed of. Again, that number is 863-285-3815.
1: This is the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. We've been talking today about the keys to a comfortable retirement. And Philip, as we talk about uh, some of these different options for our income One thing that wasn't really on here, but I still want to ask you about is Social Security. I know um, that that wasn't really one of the income options that we talked about, but that is going to be something that is a factor for a lot of people. How do we make sure we're making the right decision with our Social Security as we are trying to work toward this goal of a comfortable retirement?
2: It's a good question, Jan, because Social Security is for most people their biggest source of income in mm-hmm. retirement. And so by by making a wrong decision here, they can substantially reduce the amount of income they're going to get over the rest of their retired lives. Um, and so what we do is is we run different scenarios and and look at it. And as a matter of fact, I had one um, a couple of weeks ago we were running. Uh, they wanted to know what happened at 62, 65, and 67. They didn't want to work past 67,
3: mm-hmm.
2: but they wanted to know okay, look, if I look at those different time periods of starting to take Social Security, and in his case, and it's different for everybody, mm-hmm. you know, so everybody's case is going to be different, but in his case, he actually could take the same amount of money starting at age 62, but delay his Social Security till 67 and actually end up with more money at age 100 in his account than if he started at 62. Wow. Now, it doesn't work that way, obviously, for everybody. But that's why it's so important that you look at the whole picture. When really is the best time to take your Social Security? And just because you want to quit working at 62 doesn't mean you need to start taking your Social Security at 62. Granted, you need income. That's why you need that income plan in place to figure out where's the best place to take it from. Maybe it is Social Security, but a lot of times it isn't. Mm-hmm. It's delaying that Social Security until 65 or 67.
1: So aside from making decisions like this with Social Security and, and our sources of income and having that income strategy, what else do we need to think about as we are heading into retirement?
2: Well, I think that one of the big things that, that I think we need to think about now as going into retirement is taxes. Mm -hmm. I just really believe that our our tax rate system, our system, and the um, deficits that we run and the amount of debt we have accumulated all point to the fact that we are going to have to raise taxes. None of us like it. We don't want to have to pay it. But in order for this country to continue on, I, I don't see any other way. And so, so taxes are going to have to go up. Um, So that's, that's one that that I think that they need to be aware of. They need to plan for and do everything they can to pay tax now and not later. Second is going to be healthcare. Healthcare continues to go up by over 8% a year. Um, I saw some statistic the other day that really did give me some, some reason to, to reflect because it had gone up so much in the last 10 years, but healthcare long-term care is different than health care right long-term care is assisted living nursing home that type of thing that's something we need to have a plan in place for not that you have to have insurance but you need to have a plan in place how am i going to deal with it if i end up in assisted living how am i going to deal with it if i end up in a nursing home what's my plan of action to get through that and i think the other thing that folks need to realize and need to really think about And I think it really came to light the last year and a half. And that's inflation. Mm -hmm. You know, we rock and roll for a lot of years with really, really, really low inflation. I mean, I'm talking about a half a percent to one and a half less than two for a lot of years in the last 20 years. And so now we're seeing inflation raise its ugly head. And we need to be prepared for what if that continues? What are we going to do? What's our plan to make sure we can get through that and not cut into our spending plan? So I think those are some things that that folks need to prepare for as they head into retirement.
1: So, Philip, let's talk a little bit about how having a comprehensive strategy, how that can address all these different concerns, because there's so many different financial concerns and a comprehensive strategy can help address all these concerns and help us feel more confident about our financial future.
2: Well, Jen, I think that one, that's where when you're working with a fiduciary that has that responsibility to the client to make sure that all these areas are addressed. You know, how often I hear, well, I'm a financial advisor. I can't really give you any tax advice. And Well, it doesn't mean you can't help plan for those things, right? We need to be planning for those type of things. And that's really what our core retirement design does. It walks you through the risk, the taxes, and the income plan. Folks, listen. If you are already retired, it's not too late. And if you're five years out from retirement, you are perfectly set to start that planning process now so that you're ready to pull that trigger in five years. Or maybe earlier if, if circumstances change. Folks, give us a call. 863 285 3815 schedule your 30 minute no obligation phone consultation where we'll walk you through our process we'll listen to you we'll answer your questions we'll make sure that what you have lined up is going to get you to where you want to be give us a call 863-285-3815 that's where the core retirement design starts is with that phone call 863-285-3815
1: There are so many big decisions you have to weigh as you head into retirement. Coming up in our Retirement Yay or Nay segment, the pros and cons of retiring without leaving an inheritance. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815.
0: This is your captain speaking. We're expecting fair skies, a smooth flight, and about a 85 percent chance or so of making it to our destination so sit back relax and uh, enjoy the rest of the flight would you stay on that plane of course not well do you have a retirement plan where you probably won't run out of money you need a plan that no matter the destination will help you get to and through retirement successfully philip statler and the team at statler financial services can design a plan to help you get to your destination as comfortably as possible even if wall street or the economy causes some turbulence call philip statler and the statler financial services team to start working on your plan 863-285-3815 that's 863-285-3815 get a plan designed to allow you to sit back relax and enjoy the retirement you've worked so hard for 863-285-3815. 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal.
1: Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And there are so many big decisions that you have to weigh as you head into retirement. So what we like to do here on the show, take one of those big decisions, really dive into the pros and cons. We call this retirement, yay or nay. And uh, I think we'll have some fun with this week's topic, Philip. It is leaving an inheritance or not <laughs> to leave or not to leave an inheritance
2: there you right? go. yeah
1: yeah so. depends on
2: if you're giving or getting probably I,
1: <laughs> I think i think so too uh so here's here's some research that i did i thought this was kind of interesting do you know who daniel craig is the actor please say yes he played he yeah. played james bond
2: Okay. Yes. Okay. Right. Fine. okay. Yeah. Yeah. He you says, gotta tell me what they did. I, I, know, I know. I
1: know. Quite distasteful. You have to have his accent. Think about his lovely Scottish accent when you think. Quite distasteful is how he describes the idea of leaving his children an inheritance. There's a bunch of celebrities that who've come out and publicly said they are not going to do this. They're going to. Uh, they're. They're not going to leave money to their kids. They're going to give it to charity. Daniel Craig's quote is, "Isn't there an old adage that if you die a rich person, you failed?" And he says he plans to to get rid of it or give it away. Uh, Gene Simmons of Kiss, he's not gonna leave his kids penniless, but he doesn't want them to become rich off of his money. And Warren Buffett says relatively little will go to his three kids. He's going to leave uh, $2.1 billion in stock to their philanthropic organizations, but the bulk of his fortune will go to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So so the, the Gateses are going to do all right off of Warren yeah, Buffett. Yeah, I guess so. yeah. Well,
2: I'll tell you. But, so I find one thing a little interesting there, right? Sure. So, um, especially Warren Buffett's, right? He's going to leave $2.1 billion in stock to each of their philanthropic. Yeah. So the kids,
1: I mean, they're all doing all right.
2: (laughs) They're going to run it. Right. And, and I'm sure they'll get paid for running their own organization. So, so it's not like they're going to starve to death. Right. It's uh, and so, uh, yeah, it's one of those things is, but you know, it's, you got different people have different opinions on what they want to do, what they want to leave to, uh, to their kids or their grandkids. Right. So yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously a personal choice um, as to what they do, mm-hmm. and and it's um, but it is interesting to see wealthy people and and their take on leaving uh, inheritance to their kids.
1: Yeah, you know, one of my favorite ones, real quickly, before we move on into the pros and cons, Gordon Ramsay, the chef. He, yeah. he does not let his kids ride in first class when, when they travel. They have to sit and coach because he's like they haven't worked hard enough to earn this. They they're not. And I think it's it's Shaq who reminds his kids, "We're not rich. I'm rich." Not you guys. <laughs> so those are those are pretty good. Just keep everybody grounded. Just keeping it real. So, but you're right. There's there's no wrong answers here. This is you know a, a matter of personal preference and and personal beliefs. But just kind of interesting to see some of these trends with some of these uh, ultra wealthy people and celebrities and what they're planning to do with with their money. Okay, so let's get into the yays and nays of leaving an inheritance. So. If you do want to leave an inheritance to your heirs, let's talk about some of the things that you ought to be thinking about, Philip. What are what are some of the the boxes that we want to check if we're on the yay side of this?
2: And, And there's a there's quite a few that I think people need to really and truly consider before they start giving away, you know, Mm -hmm. all their money and and one thing we should
1: we should say really quickly also you are not an estate planning attorney and this is not legal advice we're not doing that right now i just want to
2: that's right be following the rules and
1: whatnot okay now now go
2: now i can go (laughs) okay (laughs) so so first thing is you need to you need to think about yourself uh you need to think about your income needs Mm -hmm. what am i going to need in income for the rest of my life and you know, folks, listen, if you're 65, very well it could be a long life ahead for you. And so let's don't get short sighted and start giving away too much too soon. Not knowing, you know, that the end could be 20 years down the road still. Um, and so that's one thing I think we need to make sure that that we ascertain what that looks like before we start making gifts to our kids and grandkids. Second is we need to think about taxes and inflation.
3: Mm -hmm. You know,
2: both of those things are going to go up. Uh, Inflation may be up and down. Taxes, I don't see any way that they are not going to continue to rise over the next 20 years. Yep. Given interest rates going up, given our debt, I mean, there's just so much headwind there that that I I don't see anything that's going to stop that um you, you need to look at healthcare costs for yourself because that as a retired uh individual will, will end up taking a huge chunk of your income mm-hmm. um and so you want to make sure that you're going to have enough there to not just cover your health care but what about if we have an unexpected illness um not just for you but i know a lot of times hey look if, if one of your children has Something you know, unexpected illness. Well, you're going to want to help that person. So we don't want to just give up too soon on our own account.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, look at the tax implications that we're leaving behind. And then I think that the other thing we need to make sure we're looking at is, you know, what about a legacy? Mm-hmm. What, who do you want to leave it to? What is your plan for that legacy? Right? Are we are we just going to give away the the quote the exclusion? Are we buying life insurance or Are we put money into a trust? What are we doing? What's the plan?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Let, let's don't just, you know, willy nilly and say, OK, I'm going to leave all my money to my kids and, and do without, which I, I see that. And that's not a good thing. Right. We, we want to take care of ourselves. And if there's anything left, the kids get it. But let's not go through retirement without because we want to make sure the kids get it. And when it comes to legacy planning, there's a, a, a several different avenues out there, right? Gifting on an annual basis, the trust, like I said, to avoid probate, uh, retirement accounts, you know, with Secure Act, um, it changed some stuff. Yep. And so, you, you know, there may be some better ways than just leaving your IRA to somebody by using some life insurance to, to make sure that they get tax-free money. Because the retirement account, they're going to have to take it out in 10 years.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, and let's face it, when they when you die, they're probably going to be in their higher tax, you know, higher years of earning. So they're going to be in a higher tax bracket than you are.
1: Mm-hmm couple good things to, to keep in mind there. A lot that we want to be uh, mindful of, a lot that we need to be considering here. And Philip, let's just talk real quickly um, b- before we move on to the other side here, before we move on to the nays um, and that side of the the debate here. Talk a little bit about your process for helping people discuss all of these things, not only what's going on with our our ideas for inheritance goals, but but some of those other areas of preparing for retirement as well.
2: Well, I think a lot of this lends itself to the income planning process we go through because because that's the key, right? If if, because then you can see where your income is going to be. How much am I going to have left at age one hundred? What happens if I if I do some gifting now? We can we can throw that into the mix and say, okay, look, I'm going to give you know fifty grand away to my all my grandkids. And so, what does that look like? How much? Is that going to deplete your assets? And so that's all part of our core retirement design. Give us a call 863-285-3815 to schedule that 30-minute, no obligation, phone consultation. 863-285-3815.
1: So, Philip, as we said earlier, and it's, it's good to know all the different options here, um, there are no wrong answers here, right? Whether or not you plan to leave an inheritance to your loved ones, that is entirely up to you. No wrong answers. But whatever your wishes are, having a plan in place is important because those things will not happen without proper documentation, proper plans in place. So it's really important that we have these conversations, Philip. Just walk us through some of the, the, the things that we need to think about as we're approaching retirement, especially in regards to our legacy plan and other areas of preparing for retirement?
2: Well, if we want to do legacy planning, um, you know, there's a lot of different areas that we can focus on, different ways of funding it, right? And so that's where I think you need to work with somebody that that has all those different options available. What if, you, you know, I, I want to support charities or and, and through a donor advice fund, how can I do that? we can help you with that. What if I want to leave, you know, a big chunk of money to to my kids? How can I do that? And we can help you devise that plan. Yeah, that's that's all part of the process of, of working with somebody that has the ability to to really all the tools that are out there have access to them. Look, if you're not sure whether you're a yay or a nay when it comes to leaving inheritance you don't have to decide now but you need to decide soon give us a call at 863-285-3815 let us help walk you through that process to help you decide which side of the coin you're on there that number is 863-285-3815 give us a call today let us help you solve the yay or nay issue when it comes to inheritance 863 285 Thirty-eight
1: fifteen. thanks for joining us today this has been the statler financial radio show with philip statler that's all the time we have for this week be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from philip and we'll talk to you then